Hello, welcome into the Desktop GM's Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, Anthony Murph and back from his <coughs> sickness, our Commissioner Taylor, just in time for the playoffs. Gentlemen, how's it going? <laughs> Taylor's back from not the Bahamas. <laughs> Yeah. Back from sabbatical, we had to arrest him to get him back. We we missed you, Taylor. Yeah, if if, if I were gonna play sick, it would be this week that I got eliminated. All right. <laughs> you, you you are a good sport for coming on this match. Uh, this week's gonna be all about playoffs, so that's that's gonna be fun. I honestly, I was thinking back. When was the last? And I, I'm not trying to pile on, but this episode will. How, when was the last time you didn't make the playoffs? Oh, I looked it up, sir. Oh, thank God. I knew you would. <laughs> I think in a No, we got years, our stats and info department on it. This is, this is the probably the third time that I haven't really? made the playoffs. Really? Okay. Yeah. I was 3-10 in 2017. <coughs> Interesting. 5-8 and eight and 13. Other than that, should all be playoffs. So, this is the first time I was 7-7 seven and seven and didn't make the fucking playoffs. Well, I can sum up this week of football, I think, in three words. And that's Brock motherfucking Purdy. (laughs) I wanted to wait till his match, till we got over to his matchup, but I couldn't. That was just just fucking amazing. Oh, man. I mean... (laughs) I was listening to you tear into him in the truck, and I'm like, oh, shut up, we're going to do this next week. This is so bad. (laughs) <laughs> and then and then he scores 21 points and takes Charlie to the playoffs. I mean, yeah, not just that. I mean, it also wins the damn game. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't just win. Dominates the game. Yeah. Yeah. What, is, what do y'all have for, for notes from, from football this past week? That was kind of mine. was just kind of – pur- purdy. It was pretty good. Yeah, purdy, 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 good. Yeah. Um, I the one thing I had that I love to I love to see is uh, a line a lineman catching catching passes, oh, yeah. but they used it. Dan Campbell, Dan Campbell used it to get a first down and like third and eight. But uh, apparently he was he says he was looking down at his playbook or something and didn't realize that they had the play called. But, That's good. I mean, three hundred and fifty pound. Yeah, three hundred fifty pounds, six eight, uh, Pinay Sewell. They split him out and made him go in motion, and then cut across the formation and run. I mean, he was wide open, but he still made a hell of a grab and got the uh, had to dive he, for the first he down. He stumbled for that first down. Yeah, it was uh, it was impressive. It was I, good I stuff. Would not, I'd love to see. So I wish there'd have been somebody in front of him to see what would have happened. It'd have been hell, hell on earth. Yeah, I, I got to watch uh, maybe the first half of the noon games, and then after that, I was I was I had Red Zone on my phone, and I was painting the the baby room, so I was like listening to it in my headphones and watching on my phone. I wasn't getting to see much, but I did get to see that play, and that was <laughs> I love when a big man makes a play. I mean, dude, these guys are athletes so yeah. a lot of the tackles were like tight ends at one point in time hell quarterback some of the time yeah taylor you got anything from last yeah, week my moment i was really torn watching the cowboys and texans oh my gosh Dude, actually 
And it would be the Cowboys that would choke and like, the Texans win. Uh, so but, close. But, yeah, but at the end of the game, when the Cowboys are, like, at the two-yard line, I'm like, well, fuck. It would be really cool to see the Texans win, but I really need this exact the Elliott touchdown. So, <laughs> kind of a win-loss. I got the points and actually needed all of those points. You needed play. every single one of them, yeah. yeah. So, it's yeah. torn wow. on that, but. That's that's a good segue. Let's let's jump into matchups, um, and I get to cut. I get to start us off, and it was the Strictator versus Murphy's Law. So yeah. you you two dinglings, um, Jesus, this game should not have been as close as it was, but that was all in part to Kyler Murray tearing his ACL on the third play of the game on Monday night. That's great. Um. I mean, I guess it's a good thing you didn't make the playoffs, right, Taylor? Because then you'd be you you know down a quarterback. A back on that Watson bus. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Murph actually caught Cousins on a good day. Um, so Murph got Cousins and I guess Najee Harris and your kicker. I mean, a good Najee Harris game for sure. It was under his projection, but yeah, still a good Najee Harris day. Um, oh, he's been under his projection several times. The whole times. year, yeah. Yeah. And, and Barkley with, what's this, is this three games in a row of bad, quote-unquote, fantasy performance? It hasn't, it hasn't been good. I do like some of the defenses. I think next week they play. Uh, they play the Commanders, right? Oh, God. Yeah, I hope, on, on Sunday night. I know their pass defense is good, but I hope their run defense is a little, a little lighter than Philly's was. So, uh, we'll see. Yeah. But anyway, as, it's a lot I mean, of wishing. Yeah, don't start you, making me think about next week. Well, well, we'll get there. You'll you'll be thinking about next week a lot. I opened my sleeper app at least ten times a day. Yeah, um, but it was ugh. Yeah, so bad games. You you could have with Taylor's bad luck and lineup set. You could have won had you played Philly's defense mm. over Pittsburgh's. But in all honesty, a win would have just. You would have been fourth instead of fifth, so your matchup in I'm the playoffs playing. would have been the same. You're still in it. Yeah. Um, Taylor, you wouldn't have made it anyway because you needed, you know, a, a miracle. Bunch of, a bunch of things. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's it's not like you could be Charlie or anything. Yeah, get to that one. <laughs> I know. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, bad game for Murray. Eckler and Elliott doing their thing, um, scored above their projection. Devonta Smith, it looks like he's coming on towards the end of the year. Man, who's your keeper going to be next year? Oh, we were just covering that. My yeah. boy Walker. Yeah, that's what I figured. It was either him or you could do Devonta. Fuck Devonta. I'm never picking him again. Fair enough. Or Christian yes. Watson. There's no you I really feel. way in hell <laughs> Kenneth Walker falls all the way to the third round. No, I know. No, but it's, it's ADP plus one. It's eight, no. so I'm hoping he's and it's, early second. Yeah. He'll be eligible to be a keeper. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Yes. He will be because Taylor picked him way past the second round. Right, right. right. But I thought he I, – I just think he's going in the first. Kenneth Walker? Yeah, yeah. maybe. I think he'll be late first, early second. Man, so I think they're – I don't know if this is the right time. I think there are going to be a lot more wide receivers in the first round. True. Than running game, backs. I think, I think it's changed, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway – Taylor, good win. Trade of the Ravens. I'll keep him. Oh, there you go. Anyway, we're still talking about this year. 
Uh, Taylor, good win. <laughs> Sucks for you. Murph, uh, you lost, but you're still in the playoffs. Woohoo! All right, Taylor. You get <laughs> – this game was fun. You Dude. get uh, the gentle ginger giant versus the shit show in a dumpster fire. Yeah, man. Battle of the gingers. Can I – hold up. Before – can I just – this week – with all the playoff implication, all, all the scenarios that had to happen, it came down to Monday night, and there are there is two or there's three teams watching one matchup to see who's going to get in and whatnot. And it like I was I was excited Monday night, and I wasn't even affected by the matchup. Yeah, pretty much all the way down. It was a good time. Bracket was fun to watch for that. Yeah. No, but it was it was it was, it was good. It was something. Um, yeah, Big Josh versus Little Drew. Big Ginge, Little Ginge. Um, let's see, Josh started off hot. Jalen Hurts. Hurts put up 30, which is yeah. typical. But then Drew immediately counters with Lawrence. One up on him with, what, 33 points? 33. Uh, I think he was the highest scoring quarterback of the week. Yeah, almost 400 yards, three passing touchdowns, and a rushing touchdown. Yeah. That's foreign for him this year. Um other than that, it was kind of low scoring. So the only running backs who performed, we had Pollard. Um, the only running back to get over nine, put up 20 with two more touchdowns. He's been on fire. And then receivers the same, I guess even worse. Only one receiver had more than 10 points, and that was Drew Heaven St. Brown with 10. Waddle, Gallup, and Lamb, five points or fewer for both teams. So that's rough. Uh, flexes were a wash, 10 and 15 points. And then... Josh's hot defense and kicker of late only got 16 points. So that kind of put him close to Drew. Yeah, but 16 is really not bad. Why would you play the Cowboys versus the Texans, you <laughs> no, big right? idiot? I think they got four or five points. Five points. Yeah. That's crazy because, I mean, I hope that doesn't keep continue because I stashed defenses that <laughs> were purely playing the Texans. <laughs> right. Um, but, yeah, I think a, a few points – during the weekend, their projections were under like one point apart, so it was really tight. Going into Monday night, we still had three players. Drew had that Arizona defense and uh, New England's kicker, and Josh had Hunter Henry as a tight end. And it went down to pretty late in the game, like second yeah. half, right? Oh, yeah. And yeah. I was telling Murph, I don't know if y'all watched it, but at one point, Arizona got that defensive touchdown. Yeah. And I was like, oh, game over, and it got called back. It got called back. So, I remember yes. that. I just pictured, for whatever reason, Drew in his underwear, like throwing the remote at a team. Oh, you know it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. But, uh, yeah, came down to Henry. Henry got 70 yards, which was all he needed for uh, Josh to win it and move on in the playoffs. Yeah, he secured he, his he spot. Yeah, if he would have lost, Henson would have moved on. But yep. he got the win, and Drew, welcome to Tied for Last. Woohoo! All right, Murph. Let's go. Uh, let's go. Oh, Battle of the Austin. Since oh. y'all can't do this one, I'm not here. Oh yeah, that's right. We, Dang yeah. it! Oh dude, I was yelling at the, the truck. All right, we forget it every time. We need we need you, Taylor. Yeah. Uh, yes. We all we all picked Josh on this one. Yeah, and we all picked Taylor in the first matchup. So so far we're two and zero, all three of us. Um. <laughs> That'll change. Let's go, Murph. That will change. Battle of the Austinites. Yeah, so I guess uh, Corbin had he rested his team before the before the playoffs. He had the he had the seed locked up, <clears throat> wasn't worried about it. 
Josh Jacobs came to play. But, uh, yeah, so Britt versus Corbin. Josh Allen outduels Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow puts up 17. DeAndre Swift gets rocked by Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook puts up eight. Still not, not very high points. Josh Jacobs, like I said, like the only person on Corbin's team that really wanted to be there today other than his defense and special teams. Put it up 18. But then Britt starts to take off around the end of his uh, roster here. Debo put up a solid 12. But Evan Ingram, who knew? Didn't somebody, I mean, just sitting on the bench, 11 catches, 162 yards, two touchdowns for 33 points from his tight end. While I Corbin think got that zero. was the highest scoring tight end of the season for one. No, nah, Kelsey, Kelsey had to get. Kelsey had a three touchdown game. Yeah, I heard that somewhere. Hold on, I'm gonna vet it. You continue. And then Britt and his damn Kansas City backfield. And he's starting them both. Jarek McKinnon gave him 28 points in the flex spot, and then you know San Francisco kind of negated. A little bit. Corbin's New England defense play, scoring 21 points by scoring 12 points. So, And Corbin's day just kind of sucked other than a few players. So Britt kind of whooped that ass. And it was the highest scoring tight end no performance way. of the year. Kelsey had a 32.5 week in week 11. Oh. So that would have been the closest. But 33, what was it? I forgot. 33 or whatever, 33 and a half, that's the highest of the year well, for tight end. Britt looks like a tough team to beat in the toilet bowl. <laughs> You'd think, right? Going into the loser bracket on a hot streak, Britt. He's, he's a very, uh, yeah, it's it's a very familiar place for him. I'm, I'm crunching some numbers because I'm Yeah, we can hear curious. you. Yeah, I'm doing some math here. Desktop GM's ASMR podcast. Looking at uh, Britt's schedule here so the first five weeks he was actually hot shit he's averaging and we all pick corbin there yes 117 points a game in the first five weeks this is next eight next eight weeks 79 points that's the tale wow this is almost this is almost mirroring his season last year Last year he started out so hot, and he yeah he had Jonathan Taylor and he had Josh Allen last year, and then it just fell off at the end of this exact same thing that happens. And it's, interesting enough, it's kind of inverse of Charlie's season. Yeah, yeah. How it started and ended. Anyway, sorry. Good, good win to end the season there, Britt. Um. And Corbin, yeah, Corbin's headed to the bye week. Uh, sucks that he lost Damian Pierce. I'm hearing three weeks for him. High ankle sprain. Yeah, that's a tough. That's that's not good. Yeah, that's not good for him. So we'll see what happens there. All right, I'm going to take the next one. Um, and this was the other one that was super surprising and um, just Brock motherfucking Purdy. Self-help hotline <laughs> taken down, at the time, the number one seed. Um, Cody, our hard R, 100 to 76. Um, again, 
Mahomes did his thing, 22 points, but Brock Purdy matched him at 21. This is a point of diff- point point difference. Um, Jamal Williams did not actually score a touchdown this week, and Jeff Wilson was terrible for Cody. Uh, he had basically he had Mahomes and he had Tyreek Hill. That was all he had this week. Everybody else was was bad. So I guess he was taking a page out of Corbin's book and resting resting his players, letting them get ready for the playoffs. Um, Charlie had big games from Purdy, Miles Sanders with two touchdowns, and Tyler Lockett scoring another touchdown. Um, so even from even with a bad game from Devontae Adams, Charlie still had enough to beat Cody. He had all the 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 stars aligned for him, and he goes from sticker bitch to playoff bound. I'm sad to say. I mean, I mean he has the same record I do, and I think he's got a stronger team than me going to the playoffs. He's he's already shit talking me, already. It's brutal. And and you know, it's, I'm worried. You know we're all cheering for him. It's oh I know. It's so funny how how fantasy football and everything works. So my brother is actually coming in town this weekend because he's going to help watch my kids over Christmas break. Oh my god! So he's getting in town for the weekend. So we get to watch football as we battle each other in the first round of the playoffs. Just it's just uh, I don't know. I thought it was fun. That sounds like misery. For one of us. Family and stress. For for one of us, it will be. Oh, yeah, for one of y'all. All right, Taylor. Take on, uh, walk us through Commissioner's Pet taking down the Gastro Disastro. Yeah, I appreciate you two guys nominating me for this garbage. It's topic. so exciting. <laughs> oh, by the way, we all took Cody in that matchup. So we started out the first two matchups 2-0. and The next two matchups, we all went 0-2. So, yeah. go ahead, Taylor. Yeah, so on this one, basically, I tried to look at any scenario that this meant something, and it absolutely didn't. Um, Matt went in t- two games down to Dan, so meaning a win would not even get him out of last place. But uh, feeling motivated, he did just that, getting his third highest points on the season with 109. God, that's gross. 109 is your third highest. Um, take it down, Dan, 109 to 88. It was a sweep. Uh, Dan did his thing this year, and what did what did his record end up? It's five and nine. Five and nine. So I guess he had a lot of promise. Years, yeah, he was out last year. The two years before that was four and nine. So he's kind of right. All right, there, well, right Dan likes to play. He went it's right. Like a, ba- there's another game. Right back to the mean. Yeah, well, well done. Uh, Matt was led by his few stars. He had James Conner, Jefferson, and Keenan Allen each get over fifteen. But the real MVP of Matt's season, kickers. Dan Carlson got him another double-digit game with 12 points. And, Anthony, I figured you'd like this one. Eight weeks now that Carlson has been in double digits. So, some kickers can't be stars. Try drafting them. Monster. Great. Um, One kicker. Fantastic. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Matt started Jones in Seattle over Hubbard. So, actually, if he would have swapped that, he would have done even better. Uh, Jones got, I think, .7 points. Yeah. Hubbard got 17 on his bench. Maybe Carlson will be his keeper next year. Hey. There's a thought. Like the last round. <laughs> Terrible. You get uh, him in the last round. <laughs> yes, right. 
Uh, Dan, let's see, we had Gino played well, and uh, Jamar Chase finally back. Uh, both put up almost 22. Other than that, I think the only person that got double digits was his kicker. So, Matt with the law or the win still stays in dead last, and Dan is pretty much the same with the winner or loss at like fourth or ninth. So, but, but no this change, is, boring game. This is where we split because y'all both took Dan and I took Matt. So, yeah, usually I had stupid faith in Matt, and I didn't believe him. I, I don't know what it was. I should have. I, I almost. Remember uh, last week, Murph, I was talking, I almost picked Charlie. I said if he wouldn't, have, if he would have picked up anyone except Brock Purdy, I would have picked Charlie to win the game. And But I, I didn't do it. So, um, All right, Murph. Yeah, Murph, last matchup. And it's a good one. It's Well, it's good for you. <laughs> and I suppose I forget, but Henson got highest points anyway, right? Yes, he did. Didn't It didn't really, Congratulations, so it didn't really matter. He got, he kind of won. In a way, I don't think his any of his playoff scenarios had him getting out of the uh, first round. Um, but anyhow, anyhow, Cooper. I mean, Anthony dominated this one, uh, 137 to 98. Herbert and I mean, Tua. Tunga, it starts off with I mean, Justin's bad day starts off with Tua only putting up 12 points against the Chargers. Like their defense has been. I mean, underperforming to say the best. But uh, Anthony finally got, I mean, well, I guess McCaffrey's been playing pretty great, but McCaffrey puts up almost 30 points. So, you know, Derrick Henry puts up 20 for uh, Justin. Then the, uh, you know, your second running backs, Mixon and Rashad White, they kind of play that to a draw. But Anthony, I can't believe you survived. Higgins putting up a goose egg. I, but Anthony <laughs> Anthony Brown puts up 15 for for Justin. But, uh, you know, I mean, it's a lot of green numbers on both sides, but Anthony's team just in a few key spots. Mike Williams, 20 to Travis Etienne's, 3 for Justin. I mean, Tampa Bay, back. negative 1 points. And then t- Kansas City's defense for, for you putting up 15, so – like four positions there all over a 10 point swing for you. So, yeah, that's kind of where it happened. This game was or this matchup was was weird cuz he had I think all except two players play at the noon slot and I had all but two players play at the 3 o'clock slot. So, he had, you know, his team play first and then the 3 o'clock slot I had my team play and I think if you look back in the chat um it just summed up the the matchup when he just sends after I think Kansas City scored their the defensive touchdown. He just sends out the "You've got to be kidding me." Oh yeah. So anyway, the bad day. Yeah, that's that's rough. I, I I can only remember that one other time with Corbin, where he scored the most points and didn't make the playoffs. Um, Does not happen often. No, no, it really doesn't. Most of the time you think, well, why are we giving most points their money back? Wouldn't most points always be in first place? Like, that's what you think of. But definitely not this year. (laughs) Um, Good stuff. All right, let's do – It's a good thing uh, Hudson's a good sport, right? Yeah, yeah. But he's still – he's going to be trying in the – in the shit bowl, he he does. Nobody wants to be sticker bitch. So, do you, do you want to break down the little most point battle? 
with how close it was and how nobody apparently wanted to win it? Uh, yeah, I can do that. So it came down to hold on. It came down to Corbin, Cody, and Henson. Um, Taylor, if you want to do some some calculations, I think from what I remember, Henson was point leader, and he was beating Corbin by seven, and Cody by like four, three or four points. Yeah, it was it was within ten for so all. So they were yeah, yeah, so they were all real close to point lead, um, and then they all put up just. <clears throat> stinker of games um henson, i mean this week 98, 98 was respectable <laughs> that's true henson 98 uh corbin 97 and then cody with the 76 oh shit i didn't realize how close corbin and henson score yeah but they were was. yeah so um well they have a difference of What's like four, three six. points yeah three, 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 three and, and a half, half three and a half points for point lead, so that's pretty good. I don't um, recall a year ever having it this close. No, normally, especially with three teams. Yeah, normally there's there's one team that runs away with it for the most part. Um, so this uh, year was I feel like was, the I whole mean, league was tight. Yeah, look at the records. You have two, three teams at nine and five, three at eight and six, and then two at seven and seven, and then the rest. Sorry, the rest, but. I mean that's that's pretty good for the for the top seven or eight spots for all those records to be right there. So um, let's let's take a look at the standings as we end our regular season. Um, so like we said, Corbin and Cody both nine and five. Corbin um, jumped Cody for first place because he outscored him last week. Uh, both of them will get the bye this week. Um, I was nine and five. I stayed at the three seed. Josh, eight and six, jumped up two spots to claim fourth place, thanks to Murph, whose loss brought him down to eight and six and pushed him down Yay. to fifth place. Yay! Love um, backing my way into the playoffs. And then, and then, like we've already talked about, but Charlie, going eight and six, had one of the best. Season to season turnarounds, I think I've seen. I know, I know, Big Josh. Big Josh, actually, I look back on it, I could not remember that Big Josh finished the regular season first. Do you remember that? that was last year. That was last year. Yeah. Yes, yeah, when he finally hit his first big. Right. That's that was a big turnaround. What? But yeah, Big Josh finished first in the regular season and then went out in I, the I, I second round remember. of the playoffs. I thought he was. I thought this was his strongest team. No. But Charlie's turnaround is not just year to year. I mean, it's just within this. He started one and four, yeah. and finished seven and two. This and week into the playoffs, and waited until week fourteen to make oh a waiver God. claim. That's stupid. Impressive. No lucky. Yeah. <laughs> Very um, lucky. But anyway, uh, he finished eight and six. Um, he grabbed the last playoff spot thanks to Henson's loss. Um, he needed. A Henson or Josh Lawson to win, and that's exactly what he got. Um, Henson, with his loss, finished 7-7. Seven and seven. Uh, He did have the most points scored in the regular season. Um, and then Taylor, finishing 7-7 seven and seven in eighth place, missed the playoffs, which we talked about earlier, for only the third time since this league has been created. Um, that's That sucks. 
Uh, and I forgot to mention, but at the very top, Cody. This is a this is a Cody year. Every other year, he's either really bad or really good. If you've noticed for Cody, you, I, I honestly think you could look back and see his finishes. I know last year oh, he I've didn't make the sheet. playoffs. Go ahead. I'm pretty sure it flip flops almost every year. So it started. I think. I mean, I feel like I've flip flopped. No, you've made the playoffs every year since you've yeah, been yeah, in. Shut up, Murph. I think you had one bad year. Yeah, I, I didn't make them all. I didn't six, make them. Six. He was six and you were six and seven in 2020. Oh, okay. There it um, is. Cody under 500. Under 500, worse under 500. Under okay, 500. maybe I'm thinking of Hang just on, but recent no, but that's, years. That's the beginning, yeah. Then 2016, he got first place at yep. 7 and 6, followed by 4 and 9. Yep. Followed by 8 and 5. Yep. 8 and 5 again. Okay. Then 6 and 8 last year, and then now back to a good year. So, basically, he's not steady at all. Yeah, he. you can't count on it. Like, it's rare that he'll make the playoffs two years in a row. But, anyway – um, Britt finished at six and eight and in a very familiar ninth place. And he will once again <laughs> compete in the shit bowl. Um, <laughs> just, yeah, well, you can always, there's, there's three things you can count on in life, right? Just death taxes and Brit starting out hot and then finishing in ninth place. Hang on, so, I'm doing some math real quick. You do your math. I've got, gonna... got Britt's records. One, two, <laughs> that's a fun one. Six, seven, eight, nine. So she's done ten seasons. Uh huh. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven of the ten seasons, he's had eight or more losses. Yeah. So that's that'd be five and eights, four and nines, six and eights since they extend, extended the season. So, Britt, you suck. <laughs> um. Well, I mean, he's got a little more of a little Dan. I don't think little Dan finished five and nine, uh, tenth place. He showed some promise this year, but um, wasn't wasn't enough. And then at the very bottom, Drew and Matt finished in eleventh and twelfth, respectively. Bad seasons for both of them from the start. Uh, Matt with the just bad luck injuries at the very beginning of the season. Uh, Drew just sucked. Um, Did Drew make it to double-digit losses before he got a win? Ooh, let's see. That's a good question. I can't remember. I know he got real close. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. He had seven straight losses. Ah, damn. That's okay, Drew. That's really close. Better luck Um, next year. Both of them will have the bye in the shit bowl, so they are both one week closer to being our next sticker bitch. Do... Do y'all remember? I mean, Matt. We know what happens to Matt's team. I think I'm pulling for somebody else either way. Did he draft poorly? I don't remember him having any big injuries. I can't. That's where I'm trying to go back. Didn't he have J? Didn't he draft J.K.? He might have drafted J.K. Dobbins. I can't remember. Didn't wait. No, no, that was that was the year before. Yeah, Matt. Well, no, but J.K. Dobbins didn't start the season. He didn't start it on. He didn't start the season, and then he went out to get his knee scoped. Right. Yeah, Dobbins, he got him in the fourth. That was a that was an overpay. Yeah, Deontay Johnson in the third. Yeah, that's that just that's yeah. shitty. Gibson the King was not third. Doing Gibson, it. Yeah, yeah Gibson. I think it was just a bad team. Just yeah, a bad it's... year. It's normally Drew's up there, so I think it's just a bad year. Yep. All right. 
Well, uh, let's move on, move on to our sponsor, gentlemen. Very special sponsor yes. for this episode. Um, and you got to know after after 14 grueling weeks of ups and downs, excitement, disappointment, wins and losses, the fantasy playoffs are finally here for six of us at least. Uh, did your team fizzle out at the wrong time? Have some bad injuries you just couldn't overcome? Is your name Drew? Then more than likely, you're in the fantasy playoffs. Just not the playoffs you were hoping to be at in the beginning of the season. Welcome to the Shit Bowl, presented by Charmin. This exciting arena is for those warriors that weren't quite good enough for actual glory, but now they will battle week by week to see whose team is truly the shittiest. Only in the Charmin Shit Bowl will you see the team with the most points scored in the regular season battle it out with a 5-9 and nine team in the hopes of not facing a 4-10 and 10 team. Or see our honorable commissioner face off against the team that gives him the most opposition in life and who also happens to be a regular in the Shit Bowl. So don't miss out this weekend on the Sleeper app as the worst of the worst go face-to-face with the ultimate loser taking home the most undesirable and shameful title of Sticker Bitch. The Shit Bowl presented by Charmin. The worst is yet to come. I love it. Yeah, I'm so glad we have a sponsor for the Shit Bracket. Yeah, uh, couldn't get Charmin. They weren't quite on board, but luckily uh, Charmin decided to uh, step up. I believe they're the Aldi brand. Yeah, I think that's a British company. I probably that's how they say it over there. Charmin. Yeah, they don't have a bear. They have a panda or some shit. I guess that's still a bear. But anyway. Um, all right, so we can hop into our uh, next week's matchups. And since because of the bye weeks and, and everything, we only have four matchups to go over. Um, and really, we're only going to have like four matchups at most to go over for the next three weeks um, with the last week, we're only going to have two to go over the championship and the, and the ship bowl championship. Um, so Exciting. let's start out with Murph. You want to start with yours? Or you want to start with mine? I will. No, why don't you start Anthony? All right. All right. We'll go. We'll go with mine. Cooper troopers, the number three seed taken on self-help hotline, the battle of the Maldonado's, Charlie is like the little baby that, or the, the the wild card team that hasn't been in the playoffs and they don't know how to act versus <laughs> the uh, the seasoned veteran um, last year's champion. Um, let's break this one down. Okay. All right. Let's go. We we can dive into these a little deeper since we don't have as many matchups. So. We got Herbert versus Rogers currently in Charlie's uh, starting lineup. Um, I would go advantage Herbert. Running yeah, I think even if he's going to go with Purdy, that's scary against that Seattle defense. Yeah, they turn the ball over a lot. But honestly, Rogers against the Rams, I don't feel like it's too much better. But no, it's not. Neither of them are good options. And Tennessee is a very plus matchup for Herbert. So, um, yeah, I would go advantage advantage Herbert there. Um, Running backs. 
Man. Yeah. Chargers. Running backs are are I've I mean McCaffrey is I mean is lined up to smash against Seattle who is terrible against the run with a third string quarterback in San Francisco. I feel like McCaffrey's going to have the ball 80% of the night. And I hope he holds up. That was me knocking yeah, you just You just got to kind of hope. I mean, I think McCaffrey clearly has the advantage, like even with – or gives you the advantage of running back even with Rashad White because, I mean, he's getting split carries. So, I mean, you know he's going to get some work. Yeah. And I think Kamara. I mean, the only thing you have to worry about is Kamara having a crazy day yep. against Atlanta. Like he's he's got he the that one there. big day. And Sanders has the matchup against Chicago, so both of those worry me. Um, matchup wise, like you could almost combine running backs. You could almost say they're a wash with McCaffrey yeah. and White still, versus Kamara and Sanders. I, the edge I just is think McCaffrey. McCaffrey's. Yeah, I think McCaffrey's got the like. Gives you the edge of big play, like big game ability. It I mean, just, he could he could easily have a thirty point game tomorrow night. Yeah, I just think he's more likely than Kamara, and that's what gives you the edge there. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's hope Kamara's been bad the past few weeks. He's had some really tough matchups though. So, but if we want to get into wide receiver, that's where I think his big game ability definitely yes. <laughs> exceeds yours. Yes, he's got like, he's definitely got the wide receivers to I take like me Mike down. Williams like last game, but let's see him do it again. Yeah, the only the only obviously he's got Devontae Adams and Tyler Lockett. Um Tyler Lockett has San Francisco is is weird. They are like top five toughest opponent against quarterbacks but their bottom uh, uh points against against wide receivers so it's all it's like a plus matchup for receivers but a bad matchup for quarterbacks which almost doesn't make sense but you know I, Lockett could have uh, they could be behind early against San Francisco and having to throw a lot to just like Denver did against um against uh, Kansas City last week. So, Lockett could have a good game. Adams is playing New England, and I know he's going to get his, but I know New England also has a good defense. Yeah, and they like to take they like to take away your toy. Yeah. They do that and they can they can get to the quarterback, and that's when Carr makes a lot of mistakes. So, yeah. Those two matchups are a little in my favor. He still has the advantage in wide receiver just because of the big yeah, game it only takes one or two. I mean, for Lockett, like yeah. two or three, honestly. He's been really but, good this um, year. Yeah, I didn't realize how steady he is. He's the number eight on the year. Gino, yeah. Gino's been doing it. Yeah, number eight on the year. That's that's great. Um, and yeah. then I think we'll see how the Purdy thing goes with Greg Kittle. Yeah, well, I've got him too with Ayuk. I'm starting. I'm starting Ayuk over Higgins because I don't know if Higgins will be good to go and I have to start Ayuk on Thursday. And so Debo's out though. Debo's it? out. So Debo's that, yeah, out. That's a plus so that, for that's a, both of you. Yeah. I just it's a lot of San Francisco players relying on a Purdy. 
I mean, it worked out last week, but we'll see how purdy it is. Yeah, I don't know. But Mike Williams has a very plus matchup in Tennessee, so I'm hoping that Herbert Williams stack will come through for me again this week. Um, tight ends, honestly, with Debo being gone, it it helps Kittle definitely, but I still think that the tight end is is a wash. Um, yeah, both. Trubisky, Trubisky, and Pickett love. They they throw the shit out of the ball to right, Yeah, right, right down the middle. They they love the middle of the field, and that's where he lives. Um, and then I think Flex is also a wash with Juju playing Houston. He could have a bad game because what do you got? What do you do on Houston? You run the ball. That's what everybody does against Houston. You run the ball. You get up early, and you never have to throw it again. So. Yeah. Juju could have a bad game, um, but Jerry Judy also has a backup throwing to him. Um, so I think that flex is a wash. Yeah, I mean Christian Kurt, and I guess Higgins is Higgins is out for you. No, he's practicing. Uh, I just don't know if I can trust him after what what he did last week. Really, really, sh- I don't even know. If, did y'all hear exactly? I know it didn't affect y'all, so I don't expect I expect y'all to care. But essentially, he re-aggravated his hamstring injury in pregame warmups. Oh no! And then and but then he still took the field, played one snap, and then decided, nope, can't do it. So then he sat out the rest of the game, instead of you know being out during warmups and then saying, okay, I'm not going to play, and then giving us a chance to you know get some points out of him. I would at least trust that if he decides to play this week, he's probably going to be healthy. Yeah, but I still don't know. I mean, Judy might be the guy. In, oh, yeah, if Sutton's out. Or Sutton could be out. He could be out again. I, mean, I even forgot if, that, and he's even on if my he's, own damn team. <laughs> even if Sutton's in, I think Judy is just the main guy right now. Um, I just don't know. I don't know if – what to do with Higgins. So I'll be battling that one all week. Um, so that was an extensive breakdown of this matchup. Obviously, Sleepers got it close. I'm projected 110 to Charlie's 108. Um, so let's let's pick the winner. Taylor? It's, yeah, it's as much as it hurts me to say you – I think you've got it. I hope Charlie continues his Cinderella story season because I really just want you to lose. Um, but I also like to win at predictions, so I'm going to play the hot hand. I'm going with you. Yeah. I'm going to have to join you. I think the QB, the running backs, and I don't trust Charlie to try to look for a better defense. And I think Kansas City's going to have a field day with Houston. So I think Anthony's going to have a pretty solid score for Charlie to try to beat. My stashing defense's plan is finally coming in, coming into into view. I got yeah. Kansas City against Houston this week, and then Tennessee against Houston next week, if I get there. So I, I am uh, I am also. I'm going to pick myself. It's the playoffs. I'm playing my brother. I played him twice this year, beat him two times. Um, so I'm lining up perfectly to get humiliated in a first-round playoff <laughs> loss. But 
Uh, I'm still going to go with myself. So that's all three of us. Uh, and I just remembered we didn't even go over our predictions record for last week. Yeah, you skipped so, right over so we're gonna. I did. I skipped right over that. So last week, um, Taylor and Murph both went two and four. Uh, oh. Taylor, you're at 30 and 24. Murph, you're 28 and 26. So two games behind. And then I went four and two. Jumped up to Ty Taylor, so we are both 30 and 24. So, ended this regular season tied, and now we're going into the playoffs. Yeah, so. Two-game deficit to make up. Yeah. So, side sidebar, I thought of something. As y'all were talking about your predictions, and I listened to the last one. What do y'all think about doing a pot, like at the draft? Everybody put in 20 bucks, and we can do like a prediction poll. On the season, uh, winner take all. Oh, where everybody picks the games? Yeah, turn them in by Thursday, and then winner at the end of the year gets two fifty or whatever. Hey, man, I'm all for more of that. I just thought I'd make it. The picks are fun and interesting, but I don't know if the guys would like to only hear us pick, or if they want to jump in too. It'd be fun to track. Yeah, it'd be tough getting everybody to pick. I mean, everybody to pick. I feel like. Well, my thought no. with that is, if you paid the twenty and you don't turn in the pick, you just forfeited your money. You got less competition. Well, yeah, your your record just goes down, I guess, huh? Yeah. Or yeah, you do you it by get, winning percentage. You get six losses. Yeah, that's true. You can do six losses if you don't turn in your picks on time. That's an idea. I like yeah. that. We can discuss more. I'd say I'd do, I'd do ten easy. All right. Let's go to our next playoff matchup. This is Gentle Ginger Giant, the four seed, taking on Murphy's Law, the five seed. Who wants to break this one down? Guys, I'm I'm hurting over here. I'm going to need y'all to do it. <laughs> All right, let's do it. We got Jalen Hurts. Josh has Jalen Hurts versus Kirk Cousins. No you, pun intended. You sticking with Cousins? Lamar's still questionable. Oh, I know Lamar Lamar's probably not going to play. But. And the waiver wire is, I mean, Taylor picked up Deshaun Watson, for Christ's sake. That's it's I... You know, I mean, what time is he playing? Noon on a Saturday? Against Indy. Oh, shit, yeah. that's basically prime time. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> He's the only game on. People oh, are it's a watching. Saturday. Oh, yeah, it's a prime time yeah. Cousins. Nah, I'm going to rock with, I'm gonna rock with Kirk right. Cousins. I just think he's the most competent guy out there. What am I going to start? A, another Brock Purdy? Well, you couldn't because Charlie's <laughs> got him locked up on his bench. Couldn't be me. I said um, another well, after saying all that, advantage hurts, like, big time. Like, um, huge, no matter who Chicago. I start. Um, running backs, Chubb and Pollard going against Barkley and Harris. That's advantage, Josh. Um, Barkley has not been playing like himself lately, hadn't been, been finding the end zone. And uh, Najee is shrug your shoulders – Never really know. At least he's still getting carries, you That's know. That's true. But, we'll um, but still, Chubb against Baltimore, it's a tough matchup, and he hasn't been great since Watson's come back, so that could continue. Uh, but then Pollard against Jacksonville. Hey, yeah, that could be he's gonna smash. nightmare fuel. Um, let's go wide receivers here. Uh, Waddle and Olave for Josh versus Godwin and Hopkins. Um, 
man, you yeah. It's Hopkins against Denver, though, and Cincinnati's defense has been surprisingly good yeah. as somebody who the team and in the Brady AFC North. Has, Brady has not been good. Yeah, my only hope is, like, New Orleans runs the air out of the ball because they're beating Atlanta, and Buffalo can somehow, like, maybe they put uh, Tredavious well, White on Waddle. I heard that game's supposed to be, like, below freezing with – rain yeah that's where the bad weather's supposed to be if there's yeah. a bad weather game this year this week because if there was any place to not put a roof on a stadium it would be buffalo new york where you play in the winter time i mean build your team that's whatever um yeah that one's tough and hopkins against denver especially with backup quarterback uh since kyler's out for the season and for possibly next season. Um, so that's a tough one. Um, you've got the better the better guys, in my opinion, but, yeah, the that's matchups. the worst matchups. <laughs> yeah, it's a tough – It's it's been a tough uh, week tough. and week for your, your, yours truly. Yeah. I was, I was leaning towards you on receiver until you brought up Murray being out because, yeah, that killed Hopkins and Brown, so – I mean, Hopkins will still get I mean, get they couldn't block anybody. Be... Yeah. I mean, at least Denver's not going to run the score up. They're going to, I mean, I wish they would a little bit. Maybe they'll throw the ball more. But Denver will have a backup quarterback too, though. That game just might be ugly versus ugly. You I need know? Hopkins to catch 20 passes. I don't think Arizona will attempt 20 passes. <sighs> yeah. I don't think Colt McCoy will stay alive for 20 dropbacks. Uh, tight ends are a complete wash. Cole Komet and Dulcich. Yeah, Dulcich with not Russell Wilson. Yeah. Um, Zonovan Knight, greater sign than Cam Akers. Donovan Knight yep. against Detroit. That's My flex, Detroit has my flex a, position's a nightmare. Detroit has a tough defense, but Zonovan Knight has been playing pretty good the past couple of weeks. Um, and Cam Akers is Cam Akers, you know? I don't know. But I don't know who else you'd put in. Um, Pray he gets a touchdown. Yeah, you're you're playing for touchdown against Green Bay. Uh, defense and kicker uh, Philly against Chicago should be good unless uh, Fields has a field day. God, I knew you were going to fucking say it, you dad. Uh, Jeez. I couldn't resist it. I'm sorry. It's right there. I'm leaving after this. That's that's fair. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, but Philly should have a good day. Their defense is really good. Uh, but Dallas's defense, except when they play the Texans, apparently, is really good uh, going against Jacksonville. We'll see if Trevor Lawrence can continue his hot streak against them. Um Let's see. Josh is making some interesting decisions. He's got Montgomery on the bench playing Zonovan Knight over him in his flex. Uh, That's tough, but I think it's the right decision going up against Philly. So, um, predictions. What do we think of this one? Taylor? I'm going to go... It's got to be Josh. I mean, I'm in almost every position. 
I was leaning towards Murph on receivers like we talked about, but then it put me right back on the Josh camp. I think. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I think I'm with you on that one. Um, better quarterback, better running backs. Tied um, receivers. Yeah, the receivers are tied. Flexes to Josh. And everything else is kind of a wash. Yeah. So I don't like. I don't like y'all's tone. <laughs> I wouldn't either. It's sadness for you, man. It's sadness. Listen for here. Let me make it down. easy for you. It's the playoffs. I think I'm getting sick. Mark it me. Do it. I'm winning this bad boy. <laughs> I wouldn't expect anything else. All right. Let's go. Let's move on down to the shit bowl. Um, what? How do y'all? I, I I wrote in here. You know. Maybe we we pick opposite for our prediction record wise, because the bracket <laughs> it the loser moves on, so maybe we should pick who's gonna lose instead who's gonna win, for our predictions, because that okay. way that person moves on. So you know instead of picking oh I think uh, Taylor's whatever gonna we win, choose I think Brett's gonna lose yeah I'll write it down so we'll see who's <laughs> who's moving on I'll keep track of that so let's start gotcha. with. Uh, the Strictator, the five seed, taken on, and this is the five seed in the shit bowl. Just so God, not not weird. overall, yeah. but <laughs> the Strictator is the five seed, and uh, new season, same record. Britt is the four seed. Um, so let's break this game down real quick. We got Deshaun Watson. We got Josh Allen. Advantage, Josh Allen. Even in the weather, even against Miami, it's Josh Allen. Uh, I just don't think Deshaun Watson is is doing well. He put up 17 last week. He's on his way up. Oh man! Yeah, but give me a break. Well, Baltimore's about to light him up He's for not two be interceptions. Than Allen. Let me be clear. We we, we all <laughs> hope he <laughs> If he puts up 20 fantasy points like it's predicting right there, I will be so pissed. I think he'll do that it. means it's not going to be a good day 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 for the Ravens. Shit. Uh, and then we got running backs Eckler, and you, I guess you're playing you're playing Walker on Walker's Thursday. Walker's healthy. I don't know if I'll swap it, but he just got cleared. Yeah, but it's against San. Francisco. I don't like him against San Fran, so I'm not set on it yet. So Eckler and Walker versus Swift and Pacheco, and Eckler is your your tiebreaker there. So Eckler, uh, you you get the advantage in that one for running backs, in my opinion. Yeah, I think Taylor's got quite a few advantages in this one. Yeah, he's, he's got he's got quarterback. He's got quarterback. Uh, wide receiver. There's uh, there's old Adam Thielen playing <laughs> against the team that drafted him. him all year. Yeah. <laughs> Revenge uh, game for Adam Thielen. So uh, Britt's got Adam Thielen and Mac Hollins. Is that happening? I <laughs> he's got him in there. Maybe it's just for Over grins. Zay Jones? Or Antonio Gibson? Yeah, well, no, he's got uh, McKinnon in his flex. Yeah. Oh, okay, my bad. Oh, Wait, he, could, wide receiver. Uh, he picked I thought up he Tyler Boyd, which I was very confused about, because isn't Tyler Boyd, like, out with a dislocated finger? Oh, that was oh, a dislocated yeah, finger. Still limited at practice. He's okay. not out, though, but he's played terrible. 
late yeah, last yeah. five games. Well, okay. Well, so maybe he's hoping Higgins is out. Thielen and Mac Hollins versus Christian Watson and Devonta Smith. Advantage Taylor. Big. Big advantage Taylor. Uh, Mark Y'all Andrews. Build me up and I lose. I'm gonna be so pissed. <laughs> I, I hope it happens. <laughs> you're making me feel really good right now. Mark Andrews, even with Huntley, is still an advantage over Ingram. I don't think Ingram will repeat what he did last week, especially against Dallas. Um, so that's advantage Taylor. So far, we're everything except quarterback advantage Taylor. Uh, Flex, maybe advantage Taylor? I would say he's Taylor. More, he's the more I, steady. McKinnon's I don't think McKinnon's a passing yeah. down back, and I don't think they're going to need to do a lot of passing against Houston. No, I think I think Pacheco will do more. But uh, so yeah, advantage Taylor for flex, defense kicker. Uh, I don't, who cares? Wash. <laughs> <laughs> like, why did I even spend more than a you second? You did that because you care deep down. I just don't give a shit. Um, so that's <laughs> that's that one. So uh, who is going to move on in the shit bowl? Who will lose this matchup? I think Britt is definitely moving on. I think Taylor is going to. Taylor has worn his shame, and he will get out of the. Get out of the sticker bench race. As much as I would love to see our fearless commissioner be putting up the stickers next year at our draft, it will not happen this year. Britt will lose this year. Have to boo him like Roger Goodell gets booed every time he goes up on that stage. (laughs) (laughs) Boo. Taylor? Oh, yes, and I'll, I'll agree, but with y'all's level of confidence, I feel like you're setting it for failure. But Yeah, I can't, like wait, a, I can't wait for you to pull a Corbin, and you're, we're talking about you next week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, just based on this breakdown, yeah, it should be. It's pretty one-sided, but All right. bad I'm Vegas line. this week, so we'll see. Let's move on to our last matchup, then. This is uh, the point leader, Henson's Carpet Stain, versus the Gastro Disastro. Uh, we'll break this one down. We got Tua versus Geno Smith. Um, man, those are both really bad matchups for both of them. So you yeah. might you might go slightly advantage Tua. I mean, Tua has better weapons, so I would say Tua, and I'd say the better offensive coach. But I, you know. <laughs> Did you? I I didn't catch this until now. Did you see that Henson put in player nicknames? If you look at his oh, matchup yeah. from top to bottom, he just put in one letter for each player, and it spells "hate y'all." Oh yes, I love it. Oh, it's beautiful. Hey, you get that L off Justin Tucker. You hear me, boy? <laughs> That's his keeper that name. Sure. <laughs> Or he's going to at least draft him in the fifth round. (laughs) y'all. With a W. (laughs) With a W. Uh, So, yeah, I would go advantage. At first I was looking at it and I was like, why is there an H by Tua's name? And then I (laughs) I figured out what was going on. For healthy. Um, Yeah. Let's go go advantage Tua and quarterback. Running back, Henry Mixon versus Mostert and Stevenson. And I don't even think Stevenson's going to play. Is he? I do not either. It's not not I likely. I don't think so. So, big advantage, Henson. 
I mean, we'll have Fournette available. That still won't Definitely. change it's, my it's mind. It's definitely a step down, yes. Yeah. But. Um, wide receiver, A.J. Brown and D.K. Yeah, Metcalf. I think that's another W for Henson. Versus Jamar Chase and Wilson. That's closer. That is it closer. It is closer. I just think um, Wilson is not quite got big enough in his pants to beat, over, beat Metcalf. I don't know. And A.J. That, Brown's been playing great. Yeah. So I think he beats. I mean, he's been better than Chase, Jamar, even with. Yeah. If you go by game. I might give the advantage to Dan in this one, though. Garrett Wilson against Detroit. That that should that game could be a shootout because that's what most of the J- Detroit games have been, especially at Detroit. Well, no, I guess they're in New York. Never mind. But still. Uh. It's close enough for it's me to, to almost call that one a wash, but you might go slight advantage, Henson. Um, tight ends. I mean, looks like Henson, sleepers Hawkinson's got it a wash. Going to catch but I, three touchdowns, so I give uh, I give Dan the t- give okay. Dan the advantage. <laughs> I was going to go the other way. I thought Schultz was going to get the advantage against Jacksonville, but yeah, um, I think so too. And then f- flex. Amari Cooper, he's playing at home. That's where he does the best. Uh, Bro, he's going up against Marlon Humphrey. Marlon Humphrey's going to shut that ass down. Well, it don't matter because ETN's playing Dallas, and he's been hot garbage lately. So, Yo, they I saw something that said uh, Derrick Henry has a higher target share than Travis ETN. That's crazy. <laughs> They do not throw him the ball like, at all. Did you watch any of his college tape? Like, do what the man does best. Yeah. Um, anyway. Come a long way from Urban Meyer saying he's going to play him in the slot. Golly. So, who who's moving on in this one, gentlemen? Sorry, Dan. Yep, Dan's yeah, moving on in the toilet bowl. Pretty easy. All these are pretty easy picks, but Dan, Dan's continuing. Yeah, I don't think any of us are going are going off of uh, going out on a limb on these. We all are in agreement, oh. except for Murph. Matt was saying Murph picked himself. Murph picked himself. I forgot, but for the most part, um, and, let's and go. This just lines up for a, a oh, what would it be? A Dan? Uh, I don't have the the bracket, but a. Would it be a Dan Matt or a Dan? It would be a Drew Dan and a Matt Britt matchup. Man, it would be sweet if it was a Taylor Matt matchup and then Matt and then Matt beat him. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway, that's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen, Taylor. You're gonna win this one easily. You got no problems. <laughs> um, fuck off. Uh, all right, let's move on. So those are our picks. Um, Taylor, take us through. Uh, take us through waivers and tra- or waivers last week moves from last week. Yeah, you'll uh, preemptively hit this one last week. So this is the the topic on everyone's mind. It's Charlie and what the fuck were you doing? Um. Appar- apparently no but you're giving him too much credit and we'll he get spent a lot of money we'll on it to, you're giving him too much credit okay um, tell me 
Granted, he had unlimited budget. $100 going into week 14. Is that right? It's ridiculous. That's absurd. He's fucking in the playoffs. Fuck you, Charlie. So hard. <laughs> um, yes, spent $22 on San Francisco's backup quarterback, Purdy. Is he a rookie? We're making that up. Oh, yeah. He's Mr. Irrelevant. He was, oh, yes. he was the last pick in totally the draft. Right. Yeah, that's totally worth $22. Um, but my problem with it is, yes, he got 22 points. There were so many other free options that maybe got 18 points. Or we can jump ahead. No, Jared, to, Jared Goff. Jared Goff, I think, did, was, did Goff get? He got 25 points. Yeah. And I think he was still on the waiver wire. So let me finish this zone. I'm going to jump ahead to my a winner because it, it counters this. But yeah, 22 points scored, $22. Moving on to a winner was Murph, who grabbed Kirk Cousins for $3. Mm-hmm. Cousins put up 25 points. So, Charlie, you paid $22 for 22 points for a point per dollar. Whereas Cousins, $3. What did I say? Yeah, $3, 25 points. Yeah, that that was the whole dollar. thing. Like, good good thing for Purdy scoring twenty one points, but like nobody was gonna nobody bid did. on him. Nobody did. Yeah. Why would you spend twenty two dollars on him? Why would you? Of all the quarterbacks, of all that the goes quarterbacks. to show you, not only was he not spending any money on Fab, he was paying zero attention to. Oh, Fab. you and Henson should feel so bad no, that he yeah. is in the playoffs ahead of you. No, I'm more mad that you're in the playoffs with your fucking 1,300 points against. But I'm good. Issue, issue for another day. <laughs> um, yes, Charlie, what the fuck? You bombed that. Um, the other big spin, which is actually another loser. Uh, Charlie, again, got a – was it James, right? James Cook? Yes. James Cook. Charlie spent $15. Um, but when you have all the money in the world, you can win who you want. Um, lost because Cook only got two points on four carries last week. I know there was a lot of hype around him. There were four total bids, but $15 for two points, that's, uh, that's a loser as well. And God damn it. Uh, winner's category, Anthony. <laughs> Pay $7 for Judy. Hadn't and, been great all year. And may I say, thank you, Britt, for dropping Jerry Judy. Another... Brit player that he drops to waivers and he ends up scoring the most wide receiver points of the week. When did Brit drop him? I looked it up. He dropped him the very end of November, November okay, 30th. So it's pretty recent. Okay. It was still recent, like within a couple of weeks. Yeah. Well, well done, Brit. You fed the monster Anthony. Yeah. $7, 29 points on three touchdowns. Big part of the win for Anthony. Get a dick. Um, other, oh, well, speaking of Brit, other winner was Brit. Dropped Higby, only got two points, uh, but he grabbed Ingram, wow. cost him nothing. 162 yards, two touchdowns, 34 points, tied in one on a week, and just grabbed him off waiver, so that was huge. Already covered Murph on Cousins, $3, 25 points. And this was a reach on loser, but I had to pick one. And it's going to be Corbin striking out on tight ends. But it's 2022. There's at least one person that gets fucked on a tight end weekly. He oh, more Noah than that. F- yes. Yeah, <laughs> At this point, you're like one player that's good on tight end. Flip a coin and 
need to win three times to get a good week. What was the stat I heard about the point differential between Kelsey and Andrews, which are the number one and number two oh, tight end? Yeah. The point differ the point gap is is as large as Andrews to the number like thirty something tight end. Like Kelsey is just that much better than all the other tight ends. It's insane. Kelsey at two seventeen in the number one spot. And Andrews at number two at one twenty nine. That's almost a hundred point difference. From one to two. Yeah. Wow. And then you got two and three are in the one twenties and then it goes to low hundreds and down. So yeah. garbage year. Uh, yeah, but anyways. Tight end. Yeah. He grabbed Fant, got zero points for Seattle. But he dropped Hurst, who didn't even play, so he was kind of screwed either way. Yeah. That's why it's kind of a reach. So he lost some opportunity, but he was going to lose this week regardless. So, Corbin, sorry, you're our loser this week. All and right. that's it. That's it. Playoffs starting this week. Some big matchups. Um, yeah, I, it's a good episode. I didn't think it was going to be this long. We need to, oh, yeah, it's been going for a while. Good, good job, us. Um, all right, everybody. We will see you all next week. Good luck in the playoffs and or the shit bowl. Um, and we're, we're signing off. Everybody have a good week.